0: are
1: Churchill's commons, I'm the review podcast in English. I'm Ian Hamilton, as always, joined by Mike Kilby. And Mike, it's been a while, but we've got a hell of a stuff to show. But how's things been?
0: Yeah, it's all been good. Um, we say we've uh, the clocks have gone forward or back forward? What have they done? Uh, back in autumn, yeah. <laughs> They've changed. Um, <laughs> They've stopped leaving changed, and but... coming back from work. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, it's horrible all, all day now. So yeah, that's how it's
1: going. (laughs) Especially today. Absolute torrential rain getting to the office, going out to lunch and coming back. Just about finished. So yeah, absolute fun. But um, yeah, it's been, I feel like it's been more than a month, but like four Wheel of Wrestling to go through, a couple of shotgun vlogs, and yeah, fair bit of news. And I guess we're going to start with something, it's a month old now, but uh, it's had a lot of people chatting when this broke, um, like say, this time last month. So it was back in February. We was the news story about WXW had a partnership with um, Access All Arts, like a promotion group, um, and that just came to an absolute—I don't know if "car crash" is the right word—but just I say tumultuous end. Just a way you know, it wave came out, the wave back and forth went. So October twelfth, WXW put a statement on their website and you know uh, tweeted out as well. Uh, querying something that Triple Triple Eight put on their, I think their Facebook page, uh, saying the October 7th event in Magdeburg was, quote, our last event with WXW as a service provider, noting we were going to continue to offer wrestling but with someone else. Uh, WXW noted in their initial statement, they hadn't received any cancellation from them, and we' already booked performers and staff for those shows. The next one was due this coming weekend in uh, Saarburg, um, Claim had sent multiple emails, had no response. Then, we took ticket sales off for those upcoming AAA shows and then asked, AAA to, uh, asked fans to confirm AAA or through AAA for the cancellations. Um, that led to a quick uh, confirmation through AAA, but yet they were gone. Now, AAA bought nine shows in that partnership, was announced back in February. The cancellation race had came after around two. Um, Things like Saarberg, uh, girlitz and Salz uh, the a show from last September had been rearranged to next September was off the books. Um it was it raised a lot of eyebrows because you know it's very public you not know, end to things, I guess. Um yeah. and there was you know was a lot of people online of you know, the eyebrows being raised, like, well, you know, Dennis Burk and I left the in May and you not know, joined Triple in July. Um again, I don't know if that's where, you know, you, you know, should or could point fingers, but no, it just seemed a bit weird how you know you do a couple of shows with WXW and now yeah, we're gonna get in no site was at um of a famous uh, Ted Turner called, Hey Vince, I'm in the wrestling game. You no, know, all that in German, I guess. But um yeah, I guess the upshot uh Triple A same uh survey told BXW back in August for cancelling the agreement. Uh but we're going to do the Bremen and Marketberg shows, I guess as a gesture of goodwill. I mean, Bremen is the first show, wasn't it? I remember yeah,
0: correctly, where,
1: was all in weekend, yeah. So, had, uh, I think Mike Law who went from opening Bremen to barely getting the copper box in time for Pro the probe next day. Um, yeah, they disputed, uh, AAA disputed view version of events around event and refunds, questioned why the book performance for shows they were told were cancelled, and then went on to announce their debut wrestling show. Um, so AAA Access All Arts, and I, I don't know what. Uh, they are going to be calling promotion. I mean, there is a much more famous AAA in the world of wrestling. So, you know, maybe uh, a new name needs. I think right now we're just calling it live wrestling. Uh, but it's in Emden on December thirtieth, so and yeah, it's um, it's not
0: far from um, where the uh, Papenburg is Pappenberg, yeah,
1: yeah. I was looking as um, and this is you no know, massively off topic, but. Isn't that roughly the path where Walter used to live? in you know when he did the Louis promo, like the uh, vignettes. It's like he's he very close to that Dutch border, which, you know, you know, you know pretty much commutable. But um, the names they initially announced, you know, you know one for the, Even you know, say tinfoil hat words, but if you, you know, had a uh, particular narrative you want to you know, follow us into, Bobby Gunn's first name announced, then Metahan, then Simmons, then Michael Knight, then Tommy Geeson. It's like, First five names are all very heavily not, not most of them very heavily linked with WXW and then most recently uh, Tim Stubin, uh, Mila Schmidt, Zoitus, Bahar and Pascal Spalter, I guess from the GWF camp mostly wanna uh, reduce German to promotions. But um yeah, it's been amongst so I guess a lot of the I don't know, Stevie's is the right word, but a lot of the not intrigue, just, I guess. Okay. It's just settled a lot on this, but um to me, it's very strange you would sign up to do nine shows, cancel for on a single one of them, and then decide to run a promotion yourself.
0: Yeah, I think... Um, I, I mean, I, I can't really comment on that, because that's still a... That's something that will probably... They will never get an answer of why that has happened. Um, but I think at least in terms of... Uh, just for clarity, for... For these things. They have, have signed these workers. they signed Bobby Guns, Yearn, Michael Knight, etc. Um, but they're not exclusive deals, so they can still work elsewhere. Um, that has been confirmed by AAA. Um, yeah, pretty early on, in
1: fact. I think people yeah, were trying to that get that the needle was, in.
0: That was the main, I think, concern uh, I had is G- Germany is a very small market, as it is. Um, there's already enough um uh, there's already enough of a split in the country in terms of you don't work here because you work there, um, and just granular, like making it even more granular by having a third, let's say, big promotion. I mean, there's lots of there's lots of promotions, maybe on a second level in Germany, but at the top at the top table, it's WXW and GWF. That's that. Let's face it. It appears that the triple. I'm going to say AAA, it's easier. Uh, it appears that <laughs> AAA is, I mean, I would say it's aiming for that sort of um, um, level, I would say.
1: Um, I mean, you don't but, make these kind of signings. Like, yeah. I mean, we've seen, I'm not going to throw names out because it would be unfair to any of these. But like, you know, your first announcements, you've got, you know, effect you know, in the first three names, you've got three former two former double XW champions, he's got a former 16 coward winner in MetaHan. You know, pretty big names to come out for gates with. And then, okay, you know, Michael Knight, you know, very recently, he's... You no. Know, well, Guns and uh, Knight research.
0: were tag team champions going into the most recent weekend. As yes. um, I say, MetaHan is fresh off of a, well, somewhat fresh off of a WWE run, and Jern Simmons has consistently been a successful uh, draw in in WXW for eight, eight, nine years, probably knocking on a decade. Yeah, Tommy um, Geeson is probably outside of outside of maybe the uh, the referees. Outside of the referees is probably the most most well known non wrestler in uh, Germany.
1: The face and voice of WXW, arguably. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I think you know that's 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 not a. They're, they're all very very shrewd signings. Um likewise the G- uh, the we say uh, that please have your impressed uh tiny Tim you know administrator Xs itac and uh, pascal Schwalter. I've kind of always thought that well I think I, I can't remember if it was on the last podcast or if I said it to you in person but I've always thought you know gWf as a promotion has always ran the risk of you know Berlin Berlin is one of the greatest cities not only in me and, not only in Germany or Europe, but in the world, it's one of the greatest cities in the world. And they only need somebody to come in to Berlin, like someone like when well, not saying progress, but someone like making something like progress in Berlin, and they could find themselves right up the creek. Yeah, um, and feel like if you can, because for all for, for all, of, for all of the the wrestlers that we mentioned before, I think are decent wrestlers. There's a lot of dross at uh, um, there's a lot of dross in GWF, um, and if they, I've always thought is if you can if you can take off the top level the top level of GWF workers and bring in people that people love from WXW and outside, it could it could really have serious implications for someone like GWF. So. Um, yeah, I think it's an interesting it's an in, it's an interesting sort of uh ha- occasion that is happening. I think nothing will really be happening unless apart from the odd announcement of signings or um matches um before the end of December. So that's probably gonna be more of a story for twenty twenty four than twenty
1: twenty three. Yeah. especially There's, if it gets taped and where it lands if it if it does get taped or get released anyway.
0: Yeah. Um and uh, yeah, that's the other thing. We don't know. Is it making tape? Is it just for local crowds? I mean, if it makes tape, then brilliant. I'm. I'm I mean, I'm all. I'm all for watching a, a show like this because uh, it's got people I like on it. Um, yep. Likewise, I watch. I'm always happy to watch GWF because I love the way it presented. But it's yeah. It's. I hope it's not going to end up being a. You work here, you can't work in WXW situation because that's bad for everybody, basically.
1: Yeah, and I guess, you know, again, tinfoil hat time. You know, I think it's only natural people looking, you know, how like I mean Bobby Guns, I mean we said, you know, he went into the last tag festival as a tag team champion, now he's back in the singles ranks. And you know, I think it's you know it's extremely natural for people to go looking at this and go, Okay, well, how's he gonna be used? Like I'm not saying, oh, you know, knee-jerk response. We will book him as a superstar because we don't want people to think you know, we will book him as the next goldberg and win every match because we don't want people to think you know that we're you know, looking at triple A and being petty or anything like that. But I think it's gonna be very interesting to see. Like you no know, Bobby Guns, you know, since when he's had you no know, the Bielefeld match, which he lost to Axeman, which we'll talk about soon. Uh yearn you no, know, since um Tag uh, since Tiger Festival, the only appearance he's had was in Bad Sacking last weekend, again, no team with Huber. Like we all predicted before Tag Festival.
0: In fairness, Jan doesn't tend to do the shows in the East.
1: Oh no, no but I'm saying it just in yeah. general, like, you no know, yeah. no mention, like, not even any of the Shotgun vlogs, it feels like. So it's...
0: Meta- MetaHand's been able since... Ye- I don't even think he did Shortcut, did he?
1: Got I will look in that, I'm not, because I know, know we... Let's like, say in- he's
0: been since the summer, he's been able... well. Michael Knight walked out on well, effect. Well, Michael Knight uh, said goodbye after Tag Fest, and Tommy Geeson kind of is here and there occasionally. I don't yep. know whether he'll be on the um, on the Frankfurt show. I think that will probably be the that will be the the the, tale, the tell the But I think you know, at least he tends to only do the marquee events now, from what I can tell.
1: So the last uh, show Metano was part of was. Um... Uh, Wheel of Wrestling 49 in Hamburg in August uh, yeah. wasn't part of short of short uh, shortcut, but remember before the uh, Summer Pals was that whole thing. I think we questioned um, the more of the Shotgun vlogs. Him and Rambo announced themselves for the Tag Festival, and then so, yeah, so again, no, I'm not saying anything's happened. You know it could just be simple. No, no green of dates. You no, know, absolutely don't want to go into. Any machinations there, but yeah, we've got a couple of names who, you know, one absolutely front center, it, like, it's another one, as you say, you know, say talismanic in terms of yearn, in terms of his ongoing presence and, you know, his position. It's not like he's, you know, since he's won the belts, it's not like he's been, like, opening match, you know, filling a card. He's been, you know, some presence on the shows, but I think with the with AAA stuff, it depends whether this, like, say, it's, is it a one off in Emden? Because so with the night before, it's like a, like a female ACDC tribute band, which <laughs> sounds now, like a cracking weekend. I'm not gonna. Lie. <laughs> I mean, what I, would, what I would say over here, I'm not gonna name names, but absolutely be called AC/DC. All right. And that deserves that's the science it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like I say, I think in terms of you know, I guess the natural response was, "Oh my god!" You no, know, it's not the skies form, but. Because, you know, like I say, there's a lot of, you know, small promotions in and around Germany. Some that you know, started up and, you know, as I say, had to retreat quite quickly from you know, their grand ideas. But, you know, it is, you know, pretty regional. You know, WXW is pretty much the only promotion in Germany for tours the whole country. And even now, it's not what it used to be. You know, you've got GWF from Berlin. Um, as I'm frantically looking for cage match for recent results. Um, GCW that one in Bremen reserve over the weekend. Um, you no, know, you've got what is it? Well, there's, um, there's, I <laughs> say there's
0: lots of companies always on the second level. Obviously, you know you have Colt, Cult in the,
1: yeah.
0: the but, report. You have um, Eastside Wrestling. Eastside Wrestling in uh,
1: what, what did Eastside use um, Next step. Um,
0: Eastside used to be Pro Wrestling Deutschland, and then which used to be Next Step.
1: <laughs> and Cage Match helped puts Eastside as their own promotion. See, so, like I say, it is very much split. You know, split up. You know, I guess if you want to say, you know, uh, uh, pro wrestling Nova. Um, you know, they've you know, kind of linked in with GWF, so it's all very regional. And if you know AAA, whatever they're going to call their thing, is you know is going to be regional in the northwest. Oh no, um, um, and again. That's going to be interesting because it's the first time for a long while directly we've had any competition. If this is going to be you no know, just more than one and done. I guess a lot of this hangs on how does that Emden thing perform?
0: Yeah, where, where do they? And also, where do they? Where do they do shows beyond that? You know, um, if they go the whole company, the whole country. Sorry, it's you know that's that's a different story, isn't it? I mean, I, I look at a city like Cologne, for example. Cologne used to have WXW shows all the time. That doesn't have shows anymore, and yep. I don't know whether there's a reason for that. Um, whether there's a local promoter, maybe not so bothered about it, but, I mean, Cologne used to be one of the, they used, they used to do these the shotgun tapings there, didn't they?
1: Yeah, oh, I, so, and I don't know if this is still true today, but I remember when, you know, those shotgun tapings, no, well, no, halted, for one better word, the story going around was something about the city not wanting wrestling, like the mayor or you know, the local authorities not being too keen on it. I don't know if that's, you know, the venue's owned by them and the prices got jacked up. But I'm looking on the AAA website and they've got this, um, AAA fighting series MMA. You know, we've been talking prematurely here, it feels like, about, no you know, XXW and, uh, GMC. You know, maybe that's something, you No, know, again, it's a brand, you know, both seem to be brand new companies, you no know, uh, companies, it's because, you know, is, this yeah. fighting you know, this fighting series is... We've got a belt that looks very much like one that, um... No, WWE wouldn't uh, say no to, just from a picture I've seen. I mean, some of the venues they've uh, gotten, I'm desperately trying to look at some of the places they run. Um, like I swear there was the um, Grunspan thing I was looking at. Yeah, the Grunspan, they, they, they run shows at. Now, I don't know if that's a you know, A that right? venue. Mm-hmm. I'm looking now, uh, Jazik. no idea what that is, but they run running in um december f- uh, 5th and 6th in the groonspan um and i'm going to t- uh, take this out of english out of translation because it's translating everything horribly um so let's see Groenspan span event and uh, axolst events it's uh trying its best to translate into english but um see so yeah, we've got um yeah, Groomspan and Hamburg, the same as any of us would, you know, jump out in terms of what we'd recognise from WXW. Uh, um nope, just yeah, just about one for the moment with running. So I mean obviously we have our own venues, like I say the, the venue in, in Bremen they ran was a AAA venue. Um I definitely want to keep a close eye on even if you know the immediate future ain't gonna be you know anything too um like I say. I say uh scene changing but you know, if, you know if everyone starts somewhere and we'll see you know whether this is a one-off or if it's going to be like hand in hand Know a gig on a week on a saturday wrestling on a sunday and very inter- interesting as well to see if this does dial up anywhere you know where does it run and how does it mesh in with the W and obviously gwf as well because both i've noticed both to and gwf have announced a lot of their shows for 2024 already And you'd expect if they've got dates and venues, names will be booked as well. So, see where that goes in terms of, you know, do people, does this become some kind of wacky bidding war and names get pulled or get dropped? But, yeah, end of, you know, just one New Year's uh, this year, um, AAA's first show. We'll see if it makes tape or whether any buzz comes out and what kind of audience, if any, it draws. But um so I guess a few other news bits before we move on to the three shows. Um so the Academy title changed hands again, I think it was what last weekend, I think no week or today as we're recording. Uh Danny Frey beat Nick Shreve for the Academy title. Um I think Nick had lost it to Alex Tuke in Hungary back in August and won it back. that on a uh, Wednesday heat? Uh Wednesday night heat, which uh yeah. but, I mean, what I will say is some of those shows like I don't know what the numbers are, but the results seem to be very, um, like, you're getting a lot of names and faces you don't normally see. Like, the so perhaps, um Wednesday night heat show uh, last Wednesday, uh, Shikihiro Iriane Mark Empire against Alex Crane and Alex Duke, uh, Jacob Crane and Alex Duke, LSG against Aaron, um, Kohai Knoshta against Boris Payne, which means uh, Knoshta gets an academy title shot, I would guess, next week. Um, pray beating Nick for the Academy Belt and then, of course, the natural thing a three stages of hell match Ava Everett and Peter Honey, Catwalk, Dance Off, and No Holds Bart, just as we all expected. <laughs> um, then a couple know, weeks before you had names like Stephen Wolfin from America, Hyann, of course, produced all over then. So it's not just you no know, you know, Academy guys, you know, you get names from across Germany, across Europe. Um, but look decent, shows me we're not making tape, but. No, it's the fun uh flick on in the Instagram stories at least when uh, photos are going through.
0: Yeah, they're, well they're doing small highlight packages, aren't they? Um so that, that you get in the odd you get in the odd um sort of clip of the matches that are on the uh, YouTube.
1: Yeah. And again, no, that's you no know, I mean, we think we worked out was it if they keep doing the Fortnite cadence? Um, you know, it will be one hitting over weekend next year. I think if there's oh. well Yeah, that'd be a long weekend. <laughs> But I think well didn't they also announce that these were being they're running more until the end of November now? Like, I swear they'd ex- announced they'd extended a couple of these um, heat shows, like we announced a few, and I think next weekend's next week was the last one, but we seemed at least my member they seemed to announce a few more. So it looks like it's um, I'd say working's a bit uh, strong, like it's going to be successful, but it seems like it's uh, doing what we're expecting to do anyway. Um so yeah, we've got that. Uh, of course we mentioned a uh, bad sacking in last weekend. Um didn't make tape, but that had the debut of Hubert, who chokeslammed David Everett so hard his head fell off. And all I can Do think of have that, information that, who it is. Um cafe. but all I'll say is he may be off or, or flots. Okay. <laughs> um is all is all I've seen. Uh but yeah, just make me think, you know, if you can keep your head on all about you losing res and blame it on on you. Yours is the year for in it. I mean, whoever's in that bear costume. Okay. As Rudyard Kipling did not say. I've uh, got, got a couple more names for Carrot. Uh, El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. was at it. He was the GHC national champion in No until a couple of weeks back, losing to Jack Morris. Uh, it had that belt for the best part of the year, which, you know, I know knows one of those, they tend to hot potatoes from their belts. So having a belt like that for a year and not being you know, being guy flies in and out. Uh, that definitely says something, and we're going to have to shorten this guy's name, because El Hedri Day Dr. Wagner Jr. is just such a mouthful. Like, that... Wow. Wagner 3G, I think, I've seen the muse in Japan. Wagner
0: 3G. Okay, fair. Right.
1: So, maybe that's the shorthand everyone runs with. And then uh, announced on the Shotgun Vlogs earlier, Joseph Fennec Jr. Um, so, I think that brings up to five names announced, and then also announced today, Mike Loku and Alex Kane, uh, they're both going to be the 23rd anniversary show next month and 16-car gold qualifiers. So, at the very least, by uh, Christmas, we will have six names for Carrot, which ain't bad going. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, um, Wheel of Wrestling, four shows since last recorded. I'm not going to go through all of these. Um, well, I'll say is there's an Pick apt, the, uh, the spicy
0: yeah, nuggets out
1: of it. Absolutely cherry-pick. Uh, Bielefeld, open-out says the best thing on the card by far. And it wasn't even advertised in advance.
0: Yeah, Axel I, I, I would against would Bobby Guns. I would say it's the best of the tour.
1: Yeah, the best yeah. from the October shows definitely.
0: It was the best of the the four shows basically. Um, I thought it was uh, yeah, it was really really good. They've they've got history of having good stuff anyway, so. Um,
1: it was a the shortcut to the top last year. Yeah. I had like this. I'm um, saying this in the. Um, I'll say, like, mid-card match was way better than anyone expected to have any right to be for that spot on the card. Like, you know, we were both great workers. It was more, it felt like a throwaway match when it was announced, and then it just blew everyone away.
0: I think it was the best match outside of the Weekenders.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: Um, yeah. Uh, this was a very good
1: one, again. (laughs) Um, they had uh, Ilya Bloom beating Lawrence Roman to win the shotgun belt. That was the main event. Yeah. Um, it's pretty nice. good match. Yeah. I mean, bear in mind, was at uh, Tag Fest weekend? Bloom was losing to Francesco Akira. So, but it, you know, some of the stuff from the shotgun vlogs, you know, kind of, you no know, paints a picture with Amboss, which, you no know, maybe swerve, maybe, um, you know, the direction we're going, going into Coward weekend, but. Yeah, all not well within uh, the, the Anvil group, shall we say. Um, again, just looking through, they ran through uh, Maggot beating Heisenberg in short order. He's uh, writing his past wrongs, I guess, before he gets his uh, title shot in Frankfurt this weekend. Um, and they kept high performer limited stuff. Eigel uh, Blanch and Irie ending in an old contest when Tristan Asch and Anil Marek ran in. Um, so, yeah, so that, you know, kept going, and the whole thing for this at least, was um, Robin Christopher Forver wooing Joseph Fennick Jr which pays off during the Saxony run which you know, going through, so Wheel of Wrestling 52 in Limbach Oberthrona, Um i say it was fine, there was nothing really mussy I guess you know, it would push Axman and Nigel Blanc but again that just, you know, was more Axman getting wins under his belt after the rotten weekend he had in uh, Oberhausen
0: yeah, I think, I think if you were sort of skipping through, the Axeman stuff is good, obviously. The Irie stuff was good. Um, I thought um, Mudo and Tihani's sort of work over the tour was very good as well.
1: Can we uh, talk about that? Because I know when yeah. these cards came up, I I would say whiplash is the wrong word, but they we were a tag team in GWF until very recently. I think these matches got announced when they split. They were tag champs in Berlin. Uh, they've done a I think it's Moodle turning on Tihani, which yeah. they've only done one angle, so I'm not going to comment on you know, where it's going, what have you but it seems a bit weird how you no know, Tihani went from you know, elongated, for obvious reasons, best of five series of Axeman and he's now on a tag team with a guy who their, you know, their own promos couldn't buy a win like, Yeah, but he really? sort of
0: he he's kind of given him a bit of a mojo again, really, isn't it? Um, and I think, um, I think at least from a from a work perspective, I think they're producing some very very exciting matches. I'm quite, oh, I'm I'm, enj- I'm enjoying I, I, watching them. So,
1: yeah, I mean, Vindling's been enough you know, great roster. It's just more the, I don't say the optics, but just the whole. You've had him beat, you know, a top kind of company in a best of five series, and now he's in a tag team. Like to me, it just felt like. Was with another plan they had, but guess, you know, they they switched. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just to me, it may not been. It absolutely isn't a thing I would have done with it.
0: I, I I do get that, but I think the 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 issue is is it's like maggots in that position at the moment. Um, you know, Kishor's got his own thing with with um uh Hackle Sebastian know, Hackle. Hol- yeah, um, I was gonna say Sebastian Hole Nickel. That's I don't think he's got a problem? <laughs> um, that we know of. That we know of, anyway. Uh, He's a better commentator than Hacken, anyway. But um, yeah, he's got this whole thing with Hackman. Um, So it's kind of, I think, really, he's in a bit of a holding pattern, anyway. So I think, giving him, I think Tish, uh, he's definitely sort of lit the fire under Mudo, anyway. Because I think uh, for for you, obviously, Mudo was the star of the COVID era, and then. I come, he sort of comes out of the COVID era and he's bit, he's absolutely nowhere, but he's been with Tihani and he seems to have kicked it into gear. The old form's but, back. Yeah, so, I mean, in a way, I don't really have a problem with this at all. It's it's interesting. And, and Tihani, Tihani's, Tihani's bought. He, he he doesn't have anything to prove of it because he's beaten the best wrestler
1: in the company. Yep. So we've got that Direction going through with uh, Mood on Tihani. Um, guess else elsewhere in more shows, you no, know, said uh, Axeman Blanc. um, we did uh Dreisker, Icarus and Norman beating Hector, Cash and Maggot, with the whole storyline being that uh Delnig was late for the show, turned up halfway through the match, and ended up having his briefcase used to hit Hector for the win, which yeah, it, it I mean it is what it is. I mean again, I think like with the Cash and Hector team. Like, we had the, before the injuries where they were the, you know, love to hate each other kind of pairing. And then they got on the same page. And now, especially on the Saxony run, we're back to, you know, Dolnig playing the fill, which, okay, works for this weekend. But it's like, you're very much in danger of, no stepping back away from, you've told the story of them being, not know, Hector being the hard ass, Dolnig being the lovable goof. And then you're going back to telling that story again, it's like, no. I don't know, just, there's just something about the whole thing, especially when you're watching three you know, shows doing the same thing back to back to back. It just feels a bit like, you no, know, did we really need to see all of this again? It,
0: yeah, it was. It, I 100 agree with you. I kind of basically thought but like, I saw the same show
1: three times. <laughs> Sorry, four times. So And This is absolutely harsh, but it was comparison, speaking to someone else, and made a similar compa- uh, comparison. Remember that one when, when Martina, you know, she went to Japan, came back, and she was, I don't want to say, oh, IR series fest like Tim Thatcher, but you weren't getting the, oh, I'm shocked I know how to do a hold. And that kind of came back after COVID, at least from, you know, hearing people's reports. It kind of felt like that, where you had your peak at Tag Festival, and now it's back to, you know, the treadmill story that you know, got from there, which I guess is fine. But again, this part of the problem, if you're taping everything and releasing everything like you are here, it does kind of you know, stick out like a sore thumb, but I mean that was you no know, back over front. Next night they were in Dresden. Um so again here you had uh, Ilya Bloom uh, retaining against Lawrence Roman with a shotgun belt. So I guess that's the um you know, rematch clause stuff over and done with. Um same with anything else on here. Uh Joseph Henick Jr. got a very quick win over a guy I genuinely never heard before, Claymore. Uh yeah, which I guess would right. be a you no know, guess uh like a shotgun kind of squash, you nobody know, would use done back in the day with a uh, local. Uh Gully's Brothers so unsuccessful against Hector and Cash, but for me the whole you no know, tag shenanigans stuff, you know, that really took me off a match. Uh main event again, you no know, Axeman saves the weekend. Maggot pinning Axeman, so you know getting himself stronger, a big win before Frankfurt. And then Leipzig, which dropped uh Monday. Uh, at least on demand. Um again, decent show, but I don't think too much stood out. Uh, main event, uh, they did Trio, strike Roman Icarus against Maggot, Mood onto Honey. Uh, did the whole double count out thing, then no, we're you no, know, not gonna have it end like this in the main event in Leipzig. Of course, the good guys won, then and boss sent packing. Um, match from the undercard, which I say disappointment is the wrong word, but I really want to see them run this back at some point here he Gullis now, I think Gullis Jr. hasn't had that many matches in the XW recently. Yeah. Have him in regularly, have him in as a monster, then run this back, because I think, we've said this in the past, there's absolutely something in Gullis Jr. as a singles guy. Yeah. I think right now, you no, know, he's, he's not a regular, have him grow into a couch. have him grow into his skin a bit more, then run this back and this will be an absolute cracker in 6-12 you know, months, whatever it may be.
0: Yeah, I think so, yeah, I and mean, needs whack it on a weekend when people are really for it where I don't know how popular it really is in Leipzig do you know what I mean do it in one of the big market towns where where you know people people will be behind it be behind Erie but also say like, if you do it in Oberhausen it will be I think you'd get a good partisan crowd for it
1: I yeah. guess elsewhere Alex Duke I think they said this was his first win beating uh, LSG um, ...and get stuff in the Shotgun vlog... ...you know they're kind of warming them up... ...for something... Um, ...I know I guess... Uh, ...one thing after watching all those shows... ...and I know... ...this feels like it's out running a bit but... ...this would have been something... That could have gotten weeks of content out... ...from Shotgun... ...like you no... Know, ...it was what 7 or 8 matches per show... ...even if you pick like 2 matches... ...and put like a skit or a promo in... ...you'd get about a good half hour... ...make a week show... People, you know, people tune and watch, I mean, that's, you know, what got the like, maximum you to the highest for that. You had your weekly point of view, and Shotgun wasn't a, every week it's an hour long, it was, you know, famously varied uh, start times. I think when you're doing, like, three or four shows in a month, and we're all, like, Wheel of Wrestling and certain number here stuff, you No, know, only the completists are going to be watching all of them. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who've just skipped, i got gone, ah, I'm done until Broken Rules at the earliest.
0: Yeah, um, I think yeah the 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 format. I think the format has been shown up this month because there's just been lots of things which haven't mattered on these shows. Yep. Um, And I say there's only so many times you can you can't do anything massive on these shows because you've got the big marquee events coming. So yeah, they just kind of felt these last couple of shows felt like wrestling for the sake of wrestling. Um, which is fine if you, if you really, really love it, but, and it's really, really hot, but I don't think it's really that hot at the moment. Um, it's, it had some, a lot of goodwill post, post Tagfest, but then it was also things didn't get released until, you know, over, over a month after Tagfest sort of thing. So yeah, it was, it's not the, it's, it's really shown the weakness in the format really. Um, and, um. We don't need to rehash the same
1: combination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, from these four shows, you had 31 matches. Even if yeah. you did, like, two or three matches for shotgun, and I'm not saying you'd air everything, because back in the day, they didn't air everything. You know, but it was like the old single hard cam and maybe one of the mobile cams or something like that. Pick and choose. And then, you know, it's the same argument others have made about the rest of the past. You don't have to show everything. You know, yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're watching four shows, I mean, you know, I'm looking back at the results now, and you had the title change for Leah. I think that's maybe the first time I've probably said his name, and not or said Ilya's in Um You've had, you know, the, I guess, beginning of the decay of Amboss, and most of that was maybe underlined in the uh, vlog segments. And then yeah. Joseph Fennec Jr. joining um, High Performer Limited, which was the start of the match. Now, that's maybe three things over four shows. Now, you could very easily, you know, do, you know, show one, build, you know, build that around uh, Iliad. Show I understand
0: st- why the... Sorry, go for
1: it. Yeah, show two do, another you know, high-performing stuff, you know, you know do the, the Dresden, the Bielefeld, you know, they're running into attack, Idle and Irie, and then show the match they had, you know, in, uh, in Dresden off the back of that. You know, that's a, per- you know, a perfect through line. or well, maybe split into separate episodes, but at least you've got through points. But the fact, you've got you know, three clearly big things across four shows. And okay, you know, I'm I'm not discounting like you know, the, you know the women's title matches and defenses and what have you, but the fact, we only got three you know, big story points out of four shows. You can see why people are hand waving a lot of this stuff, well, and,
0: and it was it was such a chore to watch some of it as well because I, I I found you know I I. Wa- I basically found the easiest way to do it was to watch about four matches an evening over these shows, and yeah, I watched four matches an evening. It still took me a bloody week to watch these shows. Yeah, and it's that's that's me watching... and I I couldn't have watched the whole show for. It's still it's, if you watch the show an evening, it's still not best part of a week. You know what I mean? So yep. it's um. I think for yeah, what
1: it is, it's the kind of thing where these triple headers are extremely rare. You not know, they usually do these like coward weekends, which you know, it's something different but this was a lot of the same it was plain rice pudding and you know, you know above that analogy if you have a lot of rice pudding it's it gets samey yeah. you, know, you end up on something else which i mean let's say it's a kind of thing that, you know it would mean if it did go to like a shotgun format um you no, know, and we've said in the past they would need to redo the tape before the taping format where we do double headers of the very least you know. i don't say longer shows but at least enough, we've said in the past have you no, know, we, we saw a um, uh, for bring in a local guy, someone who you no know, maybe isn't a regular on the shows or you know maybe does become a regular in my Was it um, Corey back in the day? He would always be like the, you know, the Berlin area shows, but always you no know, on you know, taking a fall from someone. You no, know, have someone like that. I know it's be Dresden show, and I think uh, Leipzig as well. They did have some stuff they didn't day. No, no, mostly with um, just pulling up the results from cage match Fertus. now. Uh, so in, uh, so in uh, Limbach they had Jane Nero not related to Julian beating Alex Duke but didn't dare. Um, in Dresden, Jane Nero and LSG against Stanley and Alex Duke. And in uh, Leipzig it was Zeretus and Dieter Schwartz who I swear I've seen him on Project Nova and it's going to be yep. So Peter uh, Schwartz mainly from you know, Dresden area for ERW Fight Back, uh, Catch Factory. Um, so a lot stuff around uh, Dresden and you know, in, in Saxony. Yeah. So names like that I can bring in and haven't just put over. you I mean, you know, you know the old uh, days of you know, the. You know, when the rest of them was a weekly show, guess what? Anybody was trying to do before they decide to, you know, S1, uh, snort and coke on and lose a TV deal, allegedly. Um, you no, know, it was your star against, you no, know, I say job guy, but an underneath guy who may be something, but right now absolutely isn't. You, you know, and you don't need everyone doing 15 minute matches because if everyone's doing the same, nobody sticks out. But if you have, you know, like we said, the uh, Fennec match against um, uh, Claymore. For five minutes, do a promo before or after. No job done, no, because you're still in the phase of reintroducing you know, Fennec as a new character.
0: The thing I kind of don't understand is obviously I know I know the shotgun vlog stuff is for YouTube, and it's fine. It being a free thing for YouTube, says not it's absolutely no problem with that. But why aren't the shotgun vlog skits also on the premium? product because i don't mind okay if you want to release the promos for free on on youtube that's not a problem but why aren't these also as part of the actual promotion to give them a bit more context
1: yeah i guess and, and again this is me just surmising. i don't know the reason why they tend to bunch fees in after a weekend so it's not like shotgun vlog for wheel of wrestling 52 so i guess you know we probably probably working. You know, and we had you no know, one would drop today in fact we had you no know, the Amboss stuff whether they're arguing that, you know, clear, you know, seemingly it was after the, um, yeah, you no, know, no, after the, why am I blanking on dates today? You no, know, after the uh, Leipzig show, you, know, you obviously had, another you know, Hector and Cash, you know, doing the ladder match drills, clearly in Leipzig, because you could, you know, the uh, decor was quite um, familiar to what uh, the Hellraiser was, but, yeah, I suppose it's maybe one of those where it's the, um, you know, getting the time to film, but yeah, I mean, I don't, Kind of thing could easily slot in, you know, after a match or even at the end of a show, and then put this up with the highlight clips as, as we're doing on YouTube with the spoilers. But yeah, I mean, I think you know this. Probably, I would say this was you know the, the norm. Including we don't do these triple headers often. I think when you're getting these triple headers and you are recording all of them, the format they were put out in as just free shows, ain't you know didn't work, but. You know, again, I guess speaking of the shotgun vlog, and you know, there was an absolute uh, boatload of uh, tidbits coming out of it. Um, I guess some <laughs> of this stuff is you know, completely outdated now, but like after Tag Festival, you when know, we kept up the you know, uh, Dulnick being a, a bit of a mall thing, we put up Hector's train ticket, so Hector had I guess, what, hitchhike home, I guess, was where they pulled it.
0: Um, well, no, you know, it, he, he got the train, but then he got fined.
1: Oh, God, yeah, he did the Will Cooling, didn't he? No, it was Ben, or wasn't it, got the uh, fine. <laughs> and, yeah, there's, um, and, uh, there's, there's one of the one podcast It's not like I've uh, broken anything out. Um, We've moved on to honey together as a team. A Brevet, you know, kind of kicking Aaron walk out of y too cute as well. He's back in America when he's won. Was it the catch Creator Pro Championship? So, no, he's on to big things in the States anyway for now. Uh, the market stuff to Heisenberg, Tyler Blue Sands. Axel Titia you know, continually taking digs with uh, Sebastian Hackel. Uh, Robin Christopher Forverk signing you know, Tristan Archer, as we've seen. i uh, we had a challenge for uh, Bielefeld, Patrick Balkenster, Robert Dreisk, and Matt. I wouldn't say it was a nothing match, but I think it was exactly the way people thought it was going to go, uh, even if it was an title. Um, Psycho Michael Letton and Alex Schneider down. God, this feels like it's a lifetime ago, all this stuff. Um, I guess the main one was uh, Irie not wanting a rematch because he lost to Drysdale Tag Festival, so that's how we've gotten out of him being in the, tag, in the title picture. Uh, after Bielefeld, yeah, Bobby guns uh, may need some time to get in the swing of things, which I guess is you know, what you'd normally be right after we um, have been in the tag team for a while. Uh, Robert Dreisky taking Dixit Lawrence, Roman for losing the shotgun belt, and you know, that escalated a bit. Um then in Saxony, that continued. Um, Roman saying, you know, say, no, Pimms and Dreisky saying, now you got pinned in Oberhausen to lose the belts. Icarus said, well, no, you both lost. That's how tag wrestling works. And yeah, so Evans pointing towards uh, Ambos I'll say, falling apart, but definitely all is not well now we've lost all, very, uh, all the it's belts. Very, very bouncer esque. Yeah. Year. Yeah. So who's coming in for in a hoodie and attacking someone from behind then? <laughs> well we don't know. Uh who's, who's Chris Cole? Well, say Chris Cole's a bit harsh I mean we already got rid of it over, but it feels like I say it does feel very much like well, someone's gonna be laid out in a bathroom, you know, pre show something like that. But um yeah. So a lot being packed in let's say you no, know, some of this this stuff if they put it in with the um with the shows probably would made a bit more sense, rather than hey, watch this, now go and watch this, because I know a lot, of, okay, you can argue it's free, it's on YouTube, I think a lot of people will carve out time for a show, and, you know, if they catch free the promos, you know, they catch promos you know, they'll catch catch the promos, but it's not a you know, nailed on. So, yeah, I think, maybe a little, little bit of rejigging you know, going, because I know the next few uh, little whiles quite a couple know, broken rules on Saturday, uh, Hamburg week after and then. You know, damn near a month off so maybe a bit of time to maybe rejig just how this is going to work because you're going from virtual feast to nearing for famine after next weekend but um yeah a whole lot going on but uh you know, last couple of bits before we move on I guess you know, a bit of globe trotting coming up <laughs> Yeah, we haven't forgotten the international superstars. So, Oscar, Loy, because still in New Japan, um, usual thing, losing a lot on the Power Struggle Tour. Uh, did get a couple of wins, mind you, uh, teaming with Yoshihashi to beat Tanari and Callum Newman, who's has uh, re- And relocate to Japan, which I mean, he's doing well, but again, you know, he's a you know, young lion over there. So, you know, don't expect Khan uh, to get much in the way of wins anytime soon. And again, Inosaki teamed with Oleg Bolton, Veneri from Short Umino, beating the United Empire team of Great O'Connor, Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay, and Callum Newman. So, yeah, and I know um World Tag League 2 is coming up next month, or it's late this month, and talk with Oscar's going to be in there with uh, Yuta Nakashima, and all I'm going to say is uh, expect a lot of losses. He's a young line, so it's the norm, but at some point you'd be expecting either an excursion or, you know, what they seem to do now is just send them away for a few weeks and then put them back up. Uh, because we do, New Japan have got a few more new uh, young lines you know, around the shows now. Yeah. So you'd think Oscar's getting towards the end of his days in the Black Trunks and maybe a little bit close to you know, a you know, gimmick. Get him in okay. Carrot. Get him in Carrot well, hey, for a little while and then bring him back for Carrot if it's going to be short uh, short term.
0: Oscar and Carrot. Oh man, I'd
1: love it. <laughs> just chill on Cube. We'll have some music saved somewhere. Just screaming. Uh, Mike D, um, this caught a guard, because I don't think it was really advertised until it uh, a turning point dropped uh, last weekend. He won one of Impact's gut check things, which, or at least for Scottish leg, but now uh, Harley Hudson and more notably Leon Slater got a lot more publicity for winning as the Coventry uh, tryouts. Uh, if we even get Impact slash TNA, which was going to be after December, deals out for developmental deals. Uh, But Mike did uh, like try out stuff in Scotland and Glasgow, and then he went to Bodyzoi in Belgium and got set alight in a hardcore match by uh, I think it was Jack Sansnom in a freeway, which uh, Jack won to retain the Bodyzoi Hardcore belt. So set on fire in Belgium and an Impact contract.
0: He did also wrestle on the Impact Countdown to.
1: Oh God, yeah, uh, Yeah, he he had a match
0: against. uh, He had a match with ryan robertson or something ryan robertson uh against uh rhino and grado so <laughs> unfortunately um, wasn't there wasn't very much uh, i did watch it there wasn't very much um uh crossover between rhino and mike d obviously a bit threatened by uh mike d but yeah there was a he's at least been used by right now so
1: well, Andy Quilton book uh, Rhino again book Mike D and get back That's a perfect Stephen match. That's oh, cracking, Stephen. Stevenage. the Southside lives on. <laughs> Stevenage would love Mike D. I, feel. <laughs> I bet a lot of the well, Stevenage would absolutely eat him up.
0: Yeah, they'd love, they'd love Mike D. Yeah.
1: I'm just looking now. Mike D, um, obviously, you know, the TNA thing in Newcastle doesn't come over to England much.
0: No, he doesn't. If at
1: all, so. Anyone uh, in the UK listening to this, book him. Like there's plenty of footage of him. You know, it's it's not like a one trick pony thing either. Unless it's you're not like...
0: then don't.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Or what? Well, they don't, they very... don't listen to us, do they? So...
1: Uh, not anymore, Norman. <laughs> if they were, um, anyway. Uh, a couple more names. No, Norman House. He's going over back to Canada this month, so probably next episode a will a few bits and pieces there, but. Um, uh, Vinny Vortex, Late, and Buzzard won and lost gold in Big Japan. So, okay, so uh, Mark Buckledee from Must See Matches was over in Japan last month, I want to say. So, a bunch of Big Japan shows. And it's a group with uh, Tempesta, uh, yeah. uh, Oh, yep, um Abe and uh, I'm right. Nomura, yeah My God, we am going off the top of the hell, but my God, you've seen that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh,
1: a five star of twenty
0: twenty three. Yeah,
1: I mean, I know the meme is no standing and pacing. I was watching. I was like, "Holy hell! How how is anything going to follow this?" Yeah, like, you no. Know, I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's on, of think, So, Wrestle, Wrestle Universe, be no a DDT service and you no know, other copies elsewhere. If you want to, you know uh, you not know, have ad block and all that turned on, but you no, know, absolute hell of a match. I mean, you saw them, you know, in uh, you no, know, obviously Tag League, or some sort of Tag Fest no branding. I keep calling it freaking tag league tag festival, and has been for years. But um like, was it the Abe's, uh debut last year? They you know the video they introduced him with. It was him just you know beating seven shades, of you know what, out in the moor, and that was just for promo. Yeah. So yeah, I mean for about twenty minutes, and yeah, it, if you haven't seen it, go off your way to find a copy of it. It is absolutely worth your time. It. I know, I for me it's it's one of if not my match of the year right now.
0: Yeah, it's the only thing we've
1: gone back covers.
0: Yeah, undoubtedly my match of the year. But anyway, I digress.
1: So <laughs> anyway, so uh, back in Big Japan, uh, Tempesta and Leighton Buzzard, um they won the Yokohama shopping six man so Yokohama Shopping Street Six Man tag team titles in Yokohama, beating Daichi Hashimoto, uh Yoshida, Nishida and Yasufumi Nakanui. Um, Hashimoto was in Tag Festival a few years back um, anyway, they were part of a group that they were calling the Nan Yanen World Order because of course NWO uh, they've now changed that name to Project Havoc, all caps uh, but unfortunately we've lost those belts October 28th in Tokyo to Yoshida Nakanui and Daisuke Sakamoto, so we're keeping the faint to because going there but um, yeah favourite part of the group in Big Japan now and there's a few people, in, I think, uh Daimonji so cow as well. And another XW XW name. So yeah, uh, all those lads staying over and um yeah, just doing more doing more than just having a few matches on the card it seems. We're you know, being given something to put behind at least in terms of this project havoc stuff. But um, yeah that's about it in terms of uh XW names around the world. Uh, not much either coming up in terms of shows, of course. We've got uh, Broken Rules uh, 21 this weekend in the Batch Cup in Frankfurt, sold out. Uh, main event is Maggot challenging Robert Dreisk for the Unified World Wrestling title. Uh, Sebastian Hackl taking on Safar Amin. Eva Everett defends the Women's World title against Masha Slamovich in the last Women's Standing match. Uh, Dennis Stolnik and Hector Invictus defending the tag titles in a ladder match against Icarus and Roman and Fast Time mood and Pete Ann Marek challenges Aaliyah Bloom for the Shotgun Belt. And on the undercard, we've got Akane Fujita against Baby Allison again. Alex Duke against Bobby Guns, Kohei Kanoshita, and Shikahiro Iwie. And Joseph Fennec Jr. and Tristan Archer of High Performance Limited against Igor Blanc and Mike D. And, you know, we touched on the Shotgun stuff. Did you see the segment when, uh, when Forbes gave uh, Fennec the character spot? Yes already Trouble in Paradise, uh, just from Tristan Archer's looks, and I mean, Anil Mark, I, I mean, if you thought you get my spot, I don't know what to tell you, mate, but um, <laughs> clearly Archer was uh, having a lot harder time con- uh, composing himself than uh, Anil <laughs> uh, was, but, so, maybe a bit too soon to do the whole um, Trouble in Paradise, given they've only just been part of his faction for a month, but, yeah, we'll see, um... Then, November 18th, we're back in Hamburg, this time with the Grunschband, so that's the all-standing only venue. Um, Ilya Bloom, if he's still champion, defends the shotgun belt against Francesco Akira. Uh, Hector and Cash will defend the tag titles against Mudo and Tahani, unless, of course, they lose them to Ambossos, Lawrence, Roman, and Icarus. Those to take on Rotten Flott. Uh, Bobby Guns takes on Shikahiro Irie, which is one I'll be keeping a very close eye on. Um, Anil Marik takes on Sebastian Hackle, no oh dear. And Anita Vaughn returns against Kohai Knoshta, which, this match I was not expecting at all, let alone Anita being on the card. But um, That's pressing the shuffle button, isn't it? <laughs> it's very much, um, what was it, South Park, the whole manatee booking stuff. I'm not saying we've just you no know, drawn names out of the hat, but I'm you know, nothing against this match. It just feels very much like, ah, Knoshta's in town. You know, everyone loved Anita Vaughn at uh, Tag Festival weekend. Give it a go. I mean, who yeah. knows if this may be a springboard for an each next year? I know um, Diva started using her later this week. She's going to be on. So, yeah. You know, evan has got to start somewhere, I guess.
0: Certainly, exactly. Yeah, it's very much like Fire Pro pressing random random wrestler, that one, for me.
1: <laughs> also, how uh, Tony Khan books half of uh, collisions, it seems, these days. But um, and then December 23rd, so after Grunsch nothing for over a month. Uh, to mark the twenty-third anniversary, show of the Oberhausen in tu- uh, the Turbine Hall in Oberhausen. Get my teeth in on December twenty-third, and announced today, Mike Loku against Alex Kane in a coward qualifier. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of suplex, or someone's going to be playing in uh, March next year.
0: Yeah, it's um, that's that's <laughs> a, that's a great. There are two people who I would have loved to have in carrots. So it kind of seems a shame to, uh, to lose one of them. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, that's, that's that's a very exciting match. And hopefully, um, Payne is actually around, maybe for a few other bookings around that time.
1: We can only hope, I mean, obviously the whole thing. but he's still, I believe it's... Let me check, because no, he is still the MLW champion.
0: MLW's uh, but also... contract situation's a bit sketchy at the <laughs>
1: Uh, you could say that. Um, so they've got the Fightland, uh, weekend after next, and he's defending against Jacob Fat 2 for MLW. And then I've uh, got another pay per view, uh, one shot in New York on December 12th, defending against Matt Cardona. So could very well be gets to Oberhausen. Um, only Michael, well. By the time he gets to Oberhausen, Alex Kay may no longer be champion, and Mike Oak may no longer be champion if uh, Zach Gibson gets his way in Crystal Palace a week earlier, but that's a lot of surmising, across a lot of uh, different motions. But um, we do have a like a poster image for the anniversary show, so on top of Kane and Oku, you've got Tristan Archer, Fennec Jr., Icarus, Axel Tischer, blank Mike D., Bobby Guns, Baby Allison, Tihani, Yearn, Lavaniel, Maggots, Hector and Cash, and Dreisker and Roman, so pretty much all the big names you'd expect, and you know, it's the last show of the year for um, Yeah, and after that, nothing on the cards until uh, mid to late January for TBA, that, that's usually back to the roots, and I guess we'd confirm that over anniversary weekend, and then very much uh, you know, on the road to Carrot, but um, yeah, a lot of shows this past month, and you know, not too much of next month, but who knows, maybe next time we uh, sit down and record this, mic. Uh, maybe new world champion, maybe a lot more direction heading into, if not anniversary, definitely for Carrots.
0: Yeah, and obviously the, the other thing you got to think of is very, very shortly after anniversary, we're looking at the capex lag. so you kind of have to see where people are positioning themselves for that as well, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we didn't, apart from Bielefeld, you know, we've had nothing from the GMC in these one the shows, not even mentioned. But again, we've you know, from the uh, Tag Festival weekend, it's not like the reverse to just heating up out of nowhere. So who knows? I mean, you know, if we've said this before, you know, the fact that a lot of the 2024 calendar, there's a lot of event named TBAs to be announced, tells me that either they're keeping stuff close to their chest, or they're not no confirming stuff, I mean, I'm, Looking now, January TBA, February TBA, obviously carrots confirmed, um, March and Frankfurt TBA, We've got true colours, Dresden's kept that, uh, but then you know, May in Hamburg, June in Oberhausen, July in Frankfurt, August in Oberhausen, even the festival next autumn in Oberhausen TBA, so I think there's a lot of stuff still being worked on, at least by the look of these, um, and we'll see if January is CAF extract or whether it's something completely different, but yeah, but we will see, as you keep saying, plenty of wrestling to be done uh, before then. But Mike, anything to plug before we get out of here? Uh, no, not for me at the moment. But um, yeah, How are you doing after it? Luton this past uh, weekend? No, we're uh, checking score Like, How the bloody hell, and then of course, 95th minute. But I
0: was, I was happy with the result regardless. I would have probably bitten your arm off for a point anyway, and uh, you can't be disappointed with that. Out. I'm looking forward to hopefully taking Ten Hag scalp back with me down the M6 on Saturday.
1: Well, I mean, where way they've been doing that, uh, I don't know if the odds are, but maybe worth putting a couple of quid on at least, given away my night it's been, <laughs> been <laughs> lately. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah, you can find us. You're at Mike Kilby on and on social media, whether we're used or not. I'm at Ian Wrestling on Twitter, X Instagram, Blue Sky Threads. I think he used maybe one of them these days. Uh, at Big Back Body Drop on Twitter, at Back Body Drop on Instagram threads, Blue Sky and all that, for photos and all that. Um, yep, yeah, that's been our professor. And I guess for, to avoid preemptive questions, Tristan Archer's Breakfast Sandwich, look in the album art image and you can thank uh, the astronauts for that particular meme. But thanks for listening this cool. week, folks. Follow us on social media. And yep, if the album art hasn't made you hungry, take another look and we'll see you. Probably late November, early December. Stay safe and choose. Choose.